Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with another episode of Call the High See It. Come on in. The water's just fine. Now, I told y'all a couple weeks ago that you didn't need a quarterback to throw for 500 yards and six touchdowns a game to win y'all the Super Bowl. I told y'all you could have success if you didn't, ha- even if you didn't have a, a Patrick Mahomes who hadn't really looked all that great or Aaron Rodgers, who's looked really great, or Russell Wilson, or somebody like that. Because we're seeing great quarterbacks be kind of have lackluster seasons. We've seen that this year. We've seen it throughout time, and we're going to see it in the future. You don't have to have the best quarterback going in the game. But what you do need is a quarterback that can manage the game for you, and somebody that's not going to turn the ball over, somebody that can protect the football. That's really what you need the most. I don't care what nobody say. With defense and running the ball, you can have success in this league. And if you notice here lately, the past couple of games, we're seeing teams trying to run that thing a little more. We're seeing how the Colts have kind of turned their thing around, trying to get the dice rolling, giving it to Jonathan Taylor. They're getting away less wince. And more Jonathan Taylor. That's how it should have been the whole time. Before the Titans got hurt and all that, when they was doing good, they had Henry running every which way. It's about running the ball. We see what the Browns are at their best. When they're at their best, when they're doing their thing, they are a running football team. When the Cowboys are at their best, they run it. That's what they do. They run it. We just saw... Mac Jones win a football game against the Bills, who y'all tell me is going to the Super Bowl. We just saw the Patriots use three passes to win a football game. They ran the air out of the football. That's how you do it. That's how you get things done. If you can run the football with some success, you got a chance. You don't need a quarterback like like that just to be just tossing it like that. You don't have to have Tom Brady. Now, if you got one, great, but it's not the end of the world. And I'm not even saying you just need one quarterback. Sometimes it's one running back. You you can have a committee. I think a committee is really best because we've been seeing a lot of running backs get hurt. In fact, all the good ones have gotten hurt. Christian McCaffrey... Uh, Alvin Kamara been hurt. Aaron Jones was missing some time a little bit. All of them have been hurt. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt was even hurt for a little bit. So it's good to have a little backup. Cause you just never know what can happen. But what I'm saying is power running will get you there. The Patriots have turned their whole season. By the way, I told y'all the Patriots I told you I was high on the Patriots. Now we're seeing it. They started out the gate slow to unfold, but now they won seven straight. And they've been, they ain't been doing it with Mac Jones slugging that thing. He's been good, but he's not turning the ball over. That's the key. They've been a defense and running the ball. Damian Harris had 111 rushing yards tonight. That's how you do it. Even Tom Brady. Now, I know they're like number two in passing, and Tom Brady does pass the ball a lot. But you're seeing them start to try to give it to Leonard Fournette a little more. We've been seeing the Eagles run the ball really well. 
Now, I know the Eagles, I mean, I guess they're in the hunt. And I don't think expect them to make the playoffs. But look, they're trying to make that push. It's because they're trying to run the ball. That's how you do it. That's a way surefire formula because you're just asking for trouble the more you throw it because you, you're susceptible to a pick or anything can happen. You're sitting your quarterback out there for more time to get hit because, you know, he's just sitting back there standing and may not may take it too long to throw. You got to run the ball. Do not kid yourself. If you can run the ball, you got a chance to win every game. You cannot lose sight of that. I told y'all that a couple weeks ago, and I'm telling y'all that, that now. And I'm sure I'll tell you this again. A run game is better than a passing game any day of the week. And also, when you're running, a couple things happen. Like I've said, you're keeping it away from the other team. You're wearing down that defensive line. And you're dominating the time of possession. These are all things that are great. These are all things that'll work. So I, I really believe running the ball, people should be running the ball a little more than what we see it. And I, I, I and I get it's a quarterback league, and everybody loves the quarterback. And if you got you a great quarterback, God bless you. But if you don't, don't be scared to run it. And call, maybe I'm just old school. Maybe I'm just old school. But. You know, just run and try to hit somebody. Physicality, that's what it's going to be. Because when you see start to see these cold weather games and things get tight, you're going to try to run the ball anyway. And the run game opens things up for the pass. It takes more pressure off your, your quarterback. It keeps your defense honest. So I think everybody should be running the ball a lot more than what they do. Except for the people, the, you know, the Cowboys of the world and the Browns, they got to figure it out. The Titans will be right back in stride when old King Henry come back. But something else I wanted to segue to. It's more of a prediction. And, and it may not even be a... I think Damien's about to ask for a trade out of Portland. I think Damien's going to ask out. I knew he was going to start the season in Portland, but I wasn't sure how he was going to go. I think he's going to be done by the trade deadline. Because why should he stay in Portland? Why? We've seen what's going on with the front office. It's a mess in the front office, getting rid of everybody, people having to go to GM, acting crazy. They're what? 11, they're 11 and 13 now. Portland's going nowhere fast. They have no first-round picks. Norman Powell's probably going to opt out of this contract, they're, and they're not probably going to pay him back. They're not going to be able to pay him. He's, I see him opting out, which means you traded Gary Trent Jr. for nothing. And if the playoffs started today, they'd be in the play-in tournament as a ninth seed. And you're, not, <laughs> and you're probably not better than Dallas, Denver, Memphis, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Suns, you're not better than any of those teams. And Damien, you're in your prime. You want to try to capitalize on something. So what are you waiting on? I think the, but I think they need to blow it up. I think they need to blow it up. I know something came out yesterday talking about, oh, well, I would like they would like Ben Simmons and Dame would be cool to play together. That helps a little bit on defense, but offensively that gives you nothing. 
it gives you absolutely nothing because you're going to have what that would mean you'd have to get rid of CJ and Norman Powell, probably both or something else. You're going to get something on defense, but you're going to need some offense. So you can't just ask Dame to save the world for you because we've been seeing Dame put up ungodly numbers and really have nothing to show for it. So I believe it's just best for both of them to part ways and just go on. I think it's time for Damon to ask for a trade, and I think it's time for Portland to blow it up because this team is going nowhere. We've seen the best we're going to see out of this Portland team. So try to get rid of Nurkic, Norman Powell, or let him opt out, uh, Derrick Jones Jr., C.J. McCollum, all of them got to go. Just be a clear sale. Everything must go and just start over. But having all this in mind, I don't see how Dame wants to stay with Portland the rest of this year. And why should he? It really wouldn't make sense. I think Dame's out after after the, during the either at latest at the trade deadline. It might be sooner. But I, I just don't see how he stays. Otherwise, because now we're already starting to talk about is he going to win now? Can he win now? Can he do it? Can he take a team there? I think that's kind of unfair because, you know, my whole point guard thing. But it's over with in Portland. And it'd probably been better if he had done this in the offseason. That probably would have been the smarter move, but he just wanted to see what he had. You knew what you was going to have, Dane. You You knew. <laughs> All they got you was Norman Powell. You you what I don't know what you was expecting. What you was expecting LaMarcus Aldridge and Brandon Roy, you expecting, you know, Clyde Drexler to come through that door, you know, Terry Porter, Jerome Kersey, all them, you was expecting that. Them days are over with. Because now in the playoffs under the season, I I just don't think it's really conducive for you to trade for a superstar during the season. Because again, I've told you this. You don't trade for superstars. You sign superstars. Because when you trade for a superstar, the price is so high. And what is the cost for that superstar? More often than not, it's going to cost you a lot. Superstars, you don't get superstars on discounts. Every blue moon, you might get lucky, but 90% of the time, you gonna have, they, gonna, they taxing. And for Dame Lillard... A top point guard in this league, somebody in his prime, a superstar, somebody that's going to, at minimum, make you relevant. No, you got to pay top dollar for him. Because we're talking about dames up there with the Steph Currys and the Chris Pauls of the world. Now, I think he's about number three under them, but I think he's a top three point guard. And that that takes, that's max quality right there. That's max, that's, high, that's a high value player for a trade. And that's why I'm really not a fan of trading for players during the seasons. So who makes this deal? That'll be that'll be interesting to see. I keep hearing the Knicks with it, and I say I'll believe it when I see it. I don't really believe that, although I think we do got it. We are hiring for a point guard because we don't got one. Not really, because Alec Burke ain't. He he don't give me point guard vibes, and I'd rather not see Julius Randle play point forward the remainder of the season. So, hey, but does that do anything for us? Ultimately, I would say no, because what are we giving up? Because it's not, we're going to have to give up more than Kevin Knox. 
That's not going to work. Probably had to lose Emmanuel quickly now I'm sitting there thinking about it out loud. So you just got to ask yourself, what is a Damian Lillard worth? What can he do for your team? Can you win a championship with Damian? I'll be honest with you. I don't as as your best player, I don't think you can. I, I really don't. That's why I try not to get too excited about, you know, point guards coming to loose. Now, would I like him on the Knicks? Yeah, I'd like him on the Knicks. I, I'd still love to say that, but I don't think that gets us to the, unless I'm wrong, because you know I've, I've been wrong before. But I, but I just don't think it's ever conducive to you trading for a superstar during the regular season. And historically, it it usually doesn't work. The only time it really did work was the one time with, well, actually that Moses Malone, that was a superstar trade, and the Boston Celtics. But both of those were offseason. During the year, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? But I think Dame acts out. That's my prediction. So we'll we'll see what happens. We just keep your eye on that. I don't know if y'all been paying attention to that, but don't think I didn't forget. Because I've been looking. As soon as he said he wanted to come back, I started looking in. Now, somebody that's worth holding on to, somebody you don't trade, somebody you got just going to keep to your vest. I think the Miami Dolphins should keep Tua. Earlier on in the, in the year, they was talking about trading Tua for, for Deshaun Watson. And that's all you saw was Tua for Deshaun, Deshaun for Tua. They make their trade. The trade didn't happen. And I guess they decided to roll with what they got. And since then, we've seen Miami win four straight games. And they play the Jets next. So you can go ahead and make a five. Actually, <laughs> while we edit, they play New Orleans after that. So go and make a six since we're counting. But as it stands today, they've won four straight games. But a quarterback that's won you four games straight, potentially six, is that a QB you get rid of? The last three games, he's averaging about 81, 82% a completion percentage. Is that a QB you get rid of? He's averaging about, in the last three games, two of them games, he's thrown at least two touchdown passes. Is that a QB you want to get rid of? In them same three games, he's thrown one pick. Is that the kind of QB you want to get rid of? I'm not saying two is top five. I'm not saying he's going to be a reincarnated Kyler Murray. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm not saying he's going to make a late round push for the MVP. But what I am saying is you have somebody that's serviceable. What I am saying is somebody you got that's not turning the ball over. What I am saying is you got somebody that's improving because how he was in the beginning of the year and how he is now is totally different. It's almost like Mac Jones. Two and Mac Jones are doing about the same thing. Playing efficient football, not turning the ball over. And both of them are winning because of it. The only thing was if Tua could stay healthy. And that's everybody's one hit away. You just never know what's going to happen. But if he's going to stay healthy, I think you got to hold on to him. And that's your cornerstone QB. I mean, I, I think now we're too quick to just move off something just because try to get the next best toy. And then this draft class is really not that good for quarterbacks. 
And we don't know about the Deshaun Watson thing. Is he innocent? Is he not? I think, yeah, well, that, that's another time for another day. But nevertheless, you might not even have Deshaun because all the stuff he in. So is he even worth trading for while your QB is looking like this, looking like he's starting to heat up, looking like he's starting to put it together because he just really didn't, he couldn't stay healthy enough. But if he's going to stay healthy, when he stays healthy and out there with some consistency, he looks good. He looks pretty good. That might be somebody you can build around and protect. Give him a line. You got him. He got weapons. He got a Devontae Parker. He's got the Jalen Waddles. He's got Jaseki. He's got weapons. So just build a line around him. You got a, a decent defense. Let's not be quick, so quick to blow everything up. Sometimes you can overstay your welcome, and sometimes it's need to retool and regroup and reassess. Just hold what you got because there are no QBs in this draft. Not no good ones. You have a defense. So just kind of bolster, use this draft to bolster what you have because what you have could be something special. You're just in a tough division. The Bills are playing lights out and the Patriots are playing lights out. That's, that's just a bad break. So it's going to be tough to win. But what you can do is adjust and booster what you have around it. Don't trade off to it. I wouldn't do that. You got somebody that knows office and knows the book. Instead of bringing it in. And I know Deshaun Watson special. But how would you roll in with your guy? Now, I might be right about that. I might be wrong. I don't know. I just call it how I see it. I'm out. <laughs> Keep to it, man. And, and Damian Lillard about to get up out of Portland. You watch what I tell you.